I welcome actor Miguel Sagas to um, KTSD FM Anaheim and uh, my my show, which is called Heck Eighty Two. Um, and it's so wonderful to have an actor uh, to speak with about um, what you've been up to lately, which is really cool. American <laughs> Horror Story, um, you know, is now in your repertoire. So this episode of this show was awesome. Really spectacular oh, thank job. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank I, you oh, so much. I yeah, I just um, it's 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 the greatest um, TV show I've seen lately, and I just love that episode. So so Miguel, um, you know how how did you enjoy being a performer? on this episode of American Horror Story. It was so cool. It was called Valerie Solonas Died for Your Sins. And I've always been an Andy Warhol fan. So um, for me, it was... There you go. You know, riveting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I I mean, it was a dream for me because not only was it an incredible season, uh, but it's an incredible show. I've been a fan of the show since the pilot, since season one. And uh, mm-hmm. imagine, you can imagine my excitement as an actor and as a fan of the show when you get the call that you can audition for the show and not only audition, but then eventually when you hear that you're Ryan Murphy's choice and that they want you for the show. I mean, it was just, I was jumping up and down like a little kid. It was, oh my gosh. It was an incredible experience. Well, you know, and you're like, it, it's fun to hear from you again. And, and um, you were the right choice, obviously, <laughs> for the part. So, um, well, thank you. I know you. I'm grateful, and, um, you know, I'm a big fan already. Um, and um, so you want to talk a little bit more about, like you said, when you got the audition, I mean, how long did that process take for you to hear um, or the whole actual audition process? How long did that take? Um, it took about two weeks because I got the audition notice on a Friday, so I prepped over the weekend, and then I auditioned on a Monday, I believe, and then I didn't hear anything because it was 4th of July weekend and all of that, so it took about 10 days, and then eventually my manager, Brandon, uh, at BAC got a call from casting, and they said that I was the director, Rachel Goldberg's and Ryan Murphy's first choice, and then they send it to the studio, and they approved it, and then I got the call on the offer, so it was incredible. I was I couldn't believe it. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm glad for you. Um, and you, I've been uh, learning, have a, a background in theater, um, and you're actually from Boston. Is that, is that not so? Or actually originally from Mexico City and Spain, so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so I grew up I grew up in Mexico City. I have I'm half Spanish, half Mexican. My my family from my mom's side is in Madrid. And um but I grew up in Mexico City, but I went to university in Boston. I went to Emerson College for acting and, and journalism and, and yeah. So that 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 was my background. So I, I did start in theater. I really um started yeah, my career in theater and, and film and now jumping into television. So yeah. very exciting. So did you kind of just head to Los Angeles after graduating? Was that always a dream of yours? Yeah. So so I I did like a semester abroad here in L.A., my last semester as a senior at Emerson College. I came to L.A. and I kind of got a taste for it but because I was, on a, I was on a work visa that only lasted for a year. Uh, I had to go back to Mexico, and I, I moved to Mexico for about five years until I got a couple of 
Warner Brothers films under my belt, and I, I worked on a television show over there, and eventually got enough credits to apply for an artist visa. So it took me about five years, and then I moved back about five and a half years ago back to LA, and I've been, you know, working ever since, and really working hard to to keep making this a reality in my life. Well, I can see the the results of that hard of that hard work, and uh, you know, you just Miguel looks so polished on screen, like such a you know. Really excellent performance. So, I mean, I, I, I got to ask too. You weren't at all reluctant to take this part. I mean, did they tell you that they were going to kill you and that they were going to call you a scumbag and a turd? And, <laughs> oh my gosh, I felt so sorry. For no. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for that. I'm glad you liked yeah. the performance. The second, no, I didn't know anything. Like, I got when I got the audition, it was all very blurry and mysterious, and you didn't really get to know anything from this character so when I walked into the audition room and they were extremely kind and they were like do you have any questions and I said you know what I have a million so let's just do this and feel free to direct me yeah. so I think I wasn't I wasn't too far off uh, I worked with my acting coach on this to to get the emotional levels on point okay. and, um, uh-huh. yeah I didn't really realize what that I was a Zodiac killer I didn't realize that I was going to get murdered by by Lena Sodom oh, and all these beautiful women we so until I got the script, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't until I got the script uh, in Fox that I started reading and understanding that I had a lot more layers than I thought in the beginning. So that was very exciting for me. Okay, so you you might never have imagined um, that they would actually try and frame you, and that you might be the center of a cult attack, and uh, they're wielding knives in your face. Um, are you more of, are you, are you more now, are you, uh, you know, more defensive than before? Like, are you practicing, you know, martial arts or anything like that? Or (laughs) you think (laughs) still feeling fine? Yeah, no, 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 I'm not practicing any martial arts. I think, uh, I think one of the things that I have to keep on working is my acting muscle. It's, it's truly a muscle and you have to keep exploring it and, you know, with each character, it comes a, a different opportunity for growth. And I think this has been one of the most important uh, roles in my career so far because of what it means, because of the nature of the show, because of the emotional levels that I got to play. And because, of course, I was playing opposite Lena Dunham and Jamie Brewer, Dot Marie Jones, Lila Porter. I mean, you're working with yeah. an incredible cast. and, and Incredible crew, talent. And it was just, uh-huh. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, this show is, is stunning. It really looks good, the whole um, series. And the series, of course, began uh, many years ago, 2011, and this is season seven. So and it's going to continue through with seasons eight and nine, so it's fun. Um, again, oh, getting back to what happens to you in the story on this episode, and I don't want to give it all yeah. away, but people might be familiar with what actually happened with Valerie Solonas and her uh, yeah. scumbag manifesto and all that. Um, in this, this, uh, in this episode, actually, where your character Bruce is murdered, and the body displayed in the most grotesque fashion, like on outside, and um, it's a little bit shocking. I mean, were you shocked and horrified when you saw how that looked? in the show? I mean, or did you think oh, it was kind of cool? It was, I mean, that was incredibly cool. I was approached um, 
on my last one of my last days on set, I was approached and they were like, uh, we wanted to see if you were okay if we buried you alive. Oh, <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, yes, absolutely. Like I was down oh, for okay. anything, man. Yeah. I was. I wanted the entire treatment of American Horror Story. So I. That's actually my head. That's actually me. I am buried alive. Um, yes. They did an incredible job. So instead of having a fake head you know, which there's a lot more process, and I feel like they really wanted to keep it more true to the story. They they had me work on it that day, and I, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, it was a, it was a very uncomfortable uh, position to be in because you, I was maybe underground for about two, two and a half hours. I don't I can't remember, but really? it, was, it was rough, but yeah, but it was also, it was a very nice challenge, you know, because especially uh-huh. as an actor, you want to explore new experiences, and yeah. that was definitely something new. That was a first for me. It was gorgeous. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, now, you know, it certainly has a dynamic, uh, dynamic uh, storyline, and um, so yeah, now you have that experience of of having to um <laughs> to take what they dish out, you know. Got to Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I've uh, no choice about it. <laughs> but good, good. So that's wonderful. Well, and um you know, I'm sure that you're on to great things after this show and um you know, we're all going to be uh waiting to see your face uh on screen again soon. I know you've got oh, a cool movie you. coming up too, which is called Cherry Pop. Yeah, um, that's right. That's on Netflix already. Netflix worldwide, you can watch it. It's it's quite extreme from American Horror Story, so it's a very light comedy where I get to play this um, Puerto Rican drag queen who's crazy and loud, and it's really it was a pleasure doing that film. It was so fun. Oh wow, wow! I'm sure yeah. that that is. <laughs> so, uh, a cool movie and a whole lot of fun and I can't wait to see that too because I've always loved those uh stories about drag queens and there's <laughs> um, Well then you're gonna enjoy the film. You're definitely gonna enjoy the film. It has a lot of um great personalities that came out from RuPaul's drag race like Detox and Bob the Drag Queen and you know, so you're gonna enjoy it. If you like that kind of genre, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, awesome. Um can you tell me about your nonprofit organization um, that I've I've heard that you work with underprivileged children fairly often? Well, here's uh, the thing. I started I started a group in Mexico City of friends of mine and artists that work in different fields of the arts, from um, like dance therapy to performing arts to myself as an actor. I have a director, a writer. And what we started doing was creating a program uh, that's not fully undergone yet, but what we want is to create a space for kids, both in public and private schools, to have an outlet for performing. Why? Because maybe it's very common to have that kind of program in the United States, but growing up, Mm. we didn't have that in schools. We didn't have an outlet. We didn't have really a space yeah. for us to be creative and yeah we didn't it was it was just not there i mean i think the only mm. thing we had was like music class and we learned how to play the flutes my god that was it so i oh, found wow. through yeah so my first mm-hmm. outlet of expression was through dance i've been dancing since i was very little i love movement and that's how i you know acting and dancing was always hand in hand for me and so, you know, just one afternoon talking to my friends, we were like, we have to do something about it. I have a friend of mine who 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 lives in New York who did um, 
her master's in at Columbia for neuroscience, and we are kind of developing this kind of like structure where we can't obviously be in every school. So the plan is to develop this kind of like um, course where we can train people in the schools to to impart this kind of like artistic outlet and have children have a space, you know, to channel their realities through art. Well, that is wonderful. Um, and if our listeners want to catch up with you online and keep track of Miguel Sagas and uh, his great works, um, where can we look? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Miguel Sagas. That's usually where I put all the information as well as mm-hmm. Instagram. I'm in every social media outlet with at Miguel Sagas. Uh, and you mm-hmm. can find and learn more about the future project and what I'm doing currently and stuff. And thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much. And I just want to say that you are not a scumbag. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. I'll take that. Thank you. Okay, awesome. And wishing you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Miguel. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.